Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody in the podcast land. Once again, this is your host, Brother David, alongside Pastor John Matthews. And what a week and what a day it has been, sir. Amen. We want to take this opportunity, first and foremost, uh, to uh, apologize that we haven't been able to get a podcast in the last couple of of days. But what a week. uh, You know, we were definitely on a mission with... uh, Taking the time to to you know uh, bond with some of the men and and taking an opportunity uh, for National Day of Prayer, mm-hmm. Mother's Day today, and we got Mother's Day today. So you know, Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. We appreciate God we bless thank you, you. Uh, all the work that you've been doing. You know, I, uh, one of the things I've stated in the um, Sunday school this morning was uh, having a mom is like knowing having a home. <laughs> They kind of equate together, you know, that peace, that tranquility, uh, that that reassurance. Um, so it's it's definitely we're blessed to have uh, all the moms that we have. But uh, one thing I will say, uh, you know, we're, we're looking for some spiritual moms, and uh, and that can be either sex. We need we need people to produce. We need to win souls. There's got to be souls for this kingdom. Uh but nevertheless, we thank God for everybody today. We want to go ahead and jump in this word and bring you forth a word uh, today uh, coming from the book of Chronicles. But before we do so, we want to go ahead and open up in prayer. Father, we come to you right now again saying thank you for this wonderful day that you have made. As always, you have blessed and you continue to bless, Lord. You continue to let uh, your glory shine upon us. Uh, you continue to allow the blood to run warm in our veins and Allow us to breathe the breath of life. Not many people could say that this morning. Not many people could say that this moment. But Father, you have chosen this particular time for us to get together and to speak to many people from across the world. And Lord, we ask you to touch people's hearts, wherever they may be, whatever struggle they may be going through. We ask you to use this podcast to speak to their hearts right now. Let them get a word of encouragement, a word of deliverance, a word of healing right now, Father. So use us for your service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So, Pastor, mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of hearts on today, a lot of things going on, but, but what's on yours? Keep your heart. Yes. Keep your heart. Amen. Keep your heart. Mm-hmm. We'll begin today at uh, Second Chronicles. Uh, chapter 9 and we're going to start at verse 22 and the scripture reads as such uh, thus King Solomon excelled uh, all the kings of the earth in riches and in wisdom so he had more money <laughs> than anybody and, and he was far and above in wisdom Mm-hmm. Than than any of the kings, and and all that was because God of God and him choosing the right uh, decision, making the right decision when God asked him what he wanted. 
Yeah, he had, he had a he had a heart towards God things. Amen. Mm-hmm. And all the kings of the earth sought the presence of Solomon to hear his wisdom, which God had put into his mind. Mm. That's something to pray for. God, Amen. God put wisdom in my mind. Amen. Amen. Every one of them brought his uh, brought his present articles of silver and of gold. Garments, myrrh, spices, horses, mules, and so much year by year. So people would just bring gifts just to be uh, connected to him in his presence, to hear his wisdom, etc. And Solomon had 4,000 stalls for horses and chariots, yeah, and 12,000 horsemen uh, whom he stationed in the chariot cities with the king in Jerusalem. Wow. And he ruled over all the kings from the Euphrates to the land of the Philistines and to the border of Egypt. And the king made silver as common in Jerusalem as stone. Wow. And he made cedar as plentiful as the sycamore tree in Shephelah. And horses were imported from for Solomon from Egypt and from all Lands, talk about favor. Yeah, wow. So when you think about uh, prestige, wisdom, material wealth, I mean, you know, Solomon had it going on. Yeah, I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, and you know, I could, I, this part I might be uh, miscalculating, misquoting, but they said, you know, that he was so wealthy to this day. There's nobody, the Elon Musk's, the Jeff Bezos. No, I mean, Gates. if you compare in today's dollar what yeah. he had, no. They, they're not even close. Oh, no. <laughs> and no. They're, they're in the billions, just, you know, for our listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Uh, let me read you one more passage just to give you an idea. Uh, in First uh, Kings? Yes, First Kings chapter 10, beginning verse 14. Uh now, the, the weight of the gold that came to Solomon in one year was 660 talents of gold. Besides that, uh, which came from the explorers and from the business uh, of the merchants and from all the kings of the West and from the governors of the land. And King Solomon made 200 large shields of, of, of beaten gold. He was making the, the defense uh, tools, the shields. With the money they were giving him. Making them out of gold. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine a, a a shield made out of pure gold, wow. a large shield. Wow. Yeah. And the smallest shields had, had, you know, 600 of those. You know, so 300 shields of, of, of gold. Three, three miles of gold went into each shield, and the king put them in the house of the forest of Lebanon. So he, had, he made a great ivory throne. Mm-hmm. A throne made out of solid, carved out of solid ivory, overlaid with the finest gold. Uh, the throne had six steps, and the throne had a round top. And on each side of the, the seat were armrests and two lions standing beside the the armrests, uh, while twelve lions stood there, one on each. And all of this stuff was made out of, of precious items. So the man had it going on. He, he he had uh, all the material stuff you would want, but in chapter eleven, beginning at verse 
one, he had a problem mm. that brought all of this down. It says, now King Solomon loved many foreign women. Along with the daughter of Pharaoh, uh, he, he had Moabite women, he had Ammonite women, he had Edomite women, Sidonian women, Hittite women, from the nations concerning which the Lord has said to the people of Israel. Now notice now, he got all of these women, but these are the same people God said, you shall not enter into marriage with them, neither shall they with you, for surely they will turn away your heart after their gods. Mm. So God had told, told the people of Israel, you got to keep your heart. You know, because out of the heart, the, the very issues of life flow. Amen. Got to keep your heart. And, and if one way to lose it is let your heart go into relationships with, with people that serve other gods. Unbelievers. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it wasn't that uh, he had a few of these relationships. He had many. Yeah, it's kind of, um, it's so funny because it kind of ties in with the lesson today mm -hmm. uh, in Sunday school and in the 1030 message, mm -hmm. uh, how Peter, uh, when he entered into the courtyard, he mingled with the people around there mm -hmm. uh, because he was distancing himself away from Jesus. Mm -hmm. And in the mingling, when you start mingling with unbelievers, guess what? You're going to fall into the same trap that they're in. Yeah, with mingling with their stuff. So it says, Solomon clung to these in love. Now get the number of these that he clung to. Mm -hmm. He has 700 wives who were princesses and 300 concubines. And his wives turned away his heart. Uh, 700, I can see that. You know, seven, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Wise man. But, but he did one unwise thing. He didn't obey God's word. The very people that God warned every Israelite about, he was warned as well and did not heed the warning. Was not wise enough to say no to his desires and, and, and went into marriage with these foreign women that served other gods. Now, I don't know if he thought that you know, but since he was the king, that they would turn and follow his God. I don't know what his thinking was. I mean, I mean, we look at clearly it states he clung to them in love. Yes. So there was an attraction immediately mm -hmm. that turned and not realizing. And, and again, same thing we kind of covered today uh, when we talked about um, how sin Sin is birthed, the desire, once the desire is birthed, it bursts forth uh, sin. And when sin is conceived, it brings forth death. And here he's not seeing that because he's allowing, you know, his lust of the eyes to. Well, the, that, 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 those fleshy desires are blinding him. Yeah. It, now, notice it, it says, and this probably took a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
For when Solomon was old, his wives turned away his heart after other gods. And watch this. His heart was not wholly true to the Lord his God. And even gives a measurement as was the heart of David, his father. So, so they turned it, it, like I said, he's an old man by the time he, you know, because the enemy is patient. Yeah. 20 years, if I got to wait 20 years to blow up, you know, a kingdom, I, you know, I, it's okay. He you sees know, the big picture. I, the, yes. He'll stay right there and set the trap. But it didn't say his God was, his heart wasn't true to God at all. It wasn't wholly true to God. And the part that was not given to God, that was given to these other gods, you know, under the encouragement of his wives, that spread like a cancer. Uh-huh. You know, that it was like a virus. It infected him. It infected his, his heart yeah. that he could not love God properly. And you, you got to keep your heart. You got to guard your emotional self against that which will pull you away from God. You yes. got to keep your heart. Yeah. I, and, and it's so easy. I know most people look at this and say, well, yeah, okay, I understand that's relating to women. But it, it, it's, not, it's not just referencing women specifically. No. You know, it, it's dealing with anything that you're putting in front of God. Anything that you love more than love God, then you love more than you love God, it'll take your heart. Because the very first commandment is to love the Lord thy God with all oh. your heart, with all your might, yes. with all your soul, yes. everything. And and now he's divided, you know. And, and the Bible lets us know that a house divided won't it, stand. It can't stand at all. Yeah, what's not in the all is in trouble. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So it says for so for Solomon went after Ashtaroth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. So Solomon did what was evil mm-hmm. in the sight of the Lord, and did not wholly follow the Lord as David his father had done. A matter of fact, Solomon even went and built a high place for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, and for Malik, the abomination of the Ammonites. And on the mountain east of Jerusalem. And so he did for all the foreign wives who made offerings and sacrifice to their gods. Yeah. So it's like, hey, you know, I don't really, you know, we, I'm kind of used to what I'm used to. Okay, okay, okay. I, you know, you can build something on the, on the mountain over there, you know, for your God. No. No. You should, I mean, this is why you're not in affinity at that level with someone that does not serve the true and living God. Because sooner or later, they will press you to compromise. And, and you know what's, what's um, crazy, Pastor? Mm-hmm. You know, we, we talk about this in, in relationship pieces, and, and we understand that, you know, from a husband and wife and so forth. But what about when we look at it from the church perspective? Same thing. It's, it's the same thing when when you have a leader in a church who allows that type of mentality to run rampant in the church. A little leaveneth 
leaveneth the whole lump. Uh, and I, you I, find me, yourself, well, that's the thing. You'll find yourself compromising yes. within the church. Mm-hmm. Because now you're allowing false gods. And mm-hmm. that's what Paul talk, talked about. Uh, and he says, beware for certain men crept in unawares. Unaware. You know, uh, and because they, they caused your heart to change mm-hmm. from the true living God to these idol gods, to the things that they want you. And they now they start promoting these uh, behaviors or introducing these new cultures into the church and, and try to call it church. Mm-hmm. And then you find yourself, before you know it, out of the will of God completely. Yes. And because you start seeing either some level of so-called success so-called um, uh, 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 building up or or some, some measure of growth. Well, they, there's something going on that they can point to uh, to get you to consider that God is with this. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, the question isn't, is God with it? Sometimes is is he going to stay with it? Mm-hmm. Because often, even when things are not going completely as they should, and that's church, that's family, that's individual life, it doesn't. God doesn't just up and walk away immediately. Right. As a matter of fact, God goes to work. He starts sending, even with with Solomon, he starts sending prophets and and uh, and teachers, those that have and know the word of God. He starts sending help to try to get you to turn. In the correct direction to get you to make better decisions about your heart, but but after a while, mm. when you keep going in that wrong direction, God will do probably if you want my personal opinion, one of the worst things He can do to anybody give you over to yourself. Amen. Yeah. Okay. This is what you want. Okay. Here you go. And 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 we, in our lack of infinite wisdom. Sometimes being wise will fool you into thinking that you're wiser than you are. But God has infinite wisdom. We'll, we'll, we'll never be in the same ballpark mentally as God. We'll never know as much. We'll never be as wise. You know, what wisdom is something he invented. Amen. So, and it's who he is. It's who he is. So an all-wise God, only the enemy can can fool people or even suggest, you know, hey, you know, God, God don't know everything. Because, you know, yes, he does. <laughs> he, literally, he does. But yet man will try to, without God's grace, try to, to work himself through his own life, leading himself. It don't work. No, you, you have to be extremely... That, that's why we stress the importance of you have to be studied and prayerful because he will come in. He creeps in unawarely. He's very uh, beguiling. He's slick. He's, 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 the enemy knows how to sliver through a situation and how to uh, put thoughts in your head yes. that may seem compelling and even seem uh, right, but it's not the right that God wants you to to be in. And notice how the enemy did it. He got him and he got those errant, those incorrect, those bad thoughts in somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then he brought that person into a close relationship. And and then and then the the love for them 
Solomon opened himself up to them, and then they were able to take the poison out of their minds, out of their hearts, and, and, and infect and infiltrate him. Some some relationships are, are like the famous Trojan horse, you know. They mm-hmm. they, they 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 there was this uh, horse and uh, the horse got pushed up and uh, I think it was Spartan. No, uh, might not have been. But anyway, it was Trojan horse. and Troy. Yeah. Troy. Here comes the horse. Hey man, that's kind of interesting. You know, let's bring it in. You know, big old carved horse, and they roll it into the camp. And they all standing there not paying attention that, you know what? There's a seam underneath that horse. Wonder what's up in there. And at night, they let down the ropes. That horse was filled with with enemy soldiers who were able then to come down and and open up the gates and, and compromise the entire place. Amen. There are people. That, that that you shouldn't be in a relationship with. I mean, there's a lot of ways this can be done. Here's one. There are people that you shouldn't be in a relationship with and, and, and you let them into a relationship only to find that in their heart, in, on the inside of them, just like on the inside of that horse, they're the enemy's soldiers, the enemy's weapons. In other words... They, they're, they're, the relationship is literally designed mm-hmm. to take your heart. Yeah, the from enemy, God. enemy is just like what Jesus said, you know, to Peter that he's desiring to sift you as wheat. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants to shake you up. He wants to turn you around. He wants to get you to deny Christ. Yes. Um, and he, and he, like I said, he's so subtle. He's so cunning. And, and he's very wise. You know, we, we can't match our wisdom with his. We need to match God's wisdom. Anytime there's a source in your life, a source for, for disobedience against God, you need to cut that source off. QFH? Quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah, because... The enemy is just like a can opener. He's going to use it to open you up so he can get some, some good stuff out and some bad stuff in. Mm-hmm. He wants to come in, especially, you know, how the Bible talks about that when he sees the house empty. Yes. Swept. Yes. He wants to come in and not only him, but he wants to bring some of his buddies with him. Yeah. For each, <laughs> for each enemy, for each, uh, each spirit of the enemy. You you have fought against. He'll bring that one and six more. He'll bring seven worse with with the decision already to to take you out to destroy you. And this is why some people struggle sometimes when you see them one moment that you know they they appear to have deliverance to be set free, but then all of a sudden a year maybe or two years go by. And everything seems okay. And then all of a sudden, that third year or that fourth year, they fall right back in. Yeah, and that's why I think this message is so important today. Uh, you you, you got to keep your heart. I mean, not just for an hour or a minute or a day at all times. You know, you have to keep your guard up. Like, listen, nobody's running into Fort Knox and running out with a bar of gold. <laughs> They got that place secure because that's 
treasure. Well, your heart is treasure, but is it secure? It's going to affect whether or not, you know, things go well or not so well in your life. So it needs to be protected. It needs to be out of harm's way. But is that the state of things with you? Is that the case? Or, or, or is there something? Jobs do the same thing, David. Uh-huh. You know, because they make the promise, you know, everybody's going to recognize you as the best this, the biggest that. You know, then you're going to have more money to buy this and do that. And you can tell people, my job is going so well, da, 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 right? That's earthly stuff that ain't going to last. Amen. But the enemy have you trying to pile up all this stuff in this world while all the time you're being compromised on, on doing what will help you in entering the world to come. And it's coming. But will you be ready? Or will you have compromised so far that the opportunity for what God has, his richest blessings, are snatched away? You know, it shouldn't be. Keep your heart. Uh, you know, I'll throw this question out. If you feel like your heart's been compromised, are you willing to have heart surgery? Spiritually. Are you willing to allow God to uh, open up your heart and, and, and take that stone that, that's been built up and, and turn it into a heart of flesh? Amen. And, and it's not, trust me. Anytime you go in real life in surgery, it's it's not it's not beautiful. It's not it's not easy. And often it's not guaranteed you're gonna make it out. Exactly. You know, you're gonna leave with a scar. You're gonna leave with some marks on your chest to let you know, to remind you what God has done in, in, in your life. Mm-hmm. And and he, he said very plainly that if you come after me, you're gonna have to Take up your cross mm-hmm. if you're going to follow after him. So that's the question you got to ask yourself. Am I willing to have this heart surgery? Am I willing to allow God to have full control of this heart to turn me from the left or to the right to, to, to let me know when I need to pray for a particular situation or whatever, this, whatever the case may be? Am I willing to allow God to have full control? Because if you allow his heart, if, if, if you have allow his heart to be in you, uh, then God can can take you through what you need to get through. Amen. And, 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 and I, you know, I, I'm so it's so sad that a man like Solomon could have so much yet put it all in jeopardy and, and then lose it. And because he started out well, it, it didn't happen in, in his day, but it happened when his son was on the throne. Just the damage that, that he caused him, himself and his family because he allowed his, his heart to be compromised. Even to the point of when he fled 
excuse me, when he uh, turned away from God, his disobedience called God himself to raise up adversaries and enemies against him. Will you will you sow in your heart to the love of things of the world that you bring yourself to become an enemy to the one that, that can save to the uttermost? Or, or, or will you keep your heart? I'm going to tell you the best way to keep your heart, put it in God's hands. Mm-hmm. Give your whole heart to him. And he can keep that which you commit, that which you surrender to him. He can keep it. He can keep you. He can keep me. He can keep us if we want to be kept. But we so need, David, that that Christians, that saints of God, would allow themselves to really be changed, to, to be transformed, so that they could stack five uh you know, of all this stuff in front of you, but if, hey, if that was, if somebody said, let me give you all of this for you to turn your heart against, you wouldn't do it because you understand how precious having a heart after God is. Solomon is an example of how bad it can get. But 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 on the way and after you get there is is bad as well. This is not a road you want to go down, losing your heart to things of the world. But you got to discipline your heart. You've got to examine the, the things that are going on in your life to see if there's something even that might even be working against your heart so that you can stay with a whole heart in seeking and serving, but especially in loving God. Because when he decided to love you, it was not with a piece of himself. It was with all of who he is. Amen. Amen. Because he loves us and he cares about us. We, we have to keep our hearts so that we can love him in the same manner. Amen. Amen. You know, I want to say this, uh, you know, just read these two things to hopefully encourage you. Uh, one of them coming from Proverbs three and one and two, it says, uh, my son, do not forget my teachings, mm-hmm. but keep my commandments in your heart. Yes. For they will prolong your life. Oh, no. Many years. Wise person can live longer and bring you peace mm. and prosperity. And prosperity is not so much talking about riches, but but the things that God needs for you to accomplish his goal, his will. And then the second one, Proverbs 10, 10 and 8, it says the wise in heart. Yes. Accept commands. Mm. But a chattering fool comes to ruin. Wow. So accept God's word, his commands. So, so you'll have the help you need to keep your heart. I, I, I look at people and, you know, you want, you see them taking steps that won't prosper. And, man, you just say, wow, if I could just talk to them. 
But if 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 their heart is so far gone, that'll be a tough conversation. And I say that to say this. We can't wait until we see things get the absolute worst before we try to render aid. We need to have relationships within the body of Christ where we're always able to speak truth to, to one another's lives. To save each other from being in situations where we lose our hearts to, to that which is not God. And you see it. You see it on television every day. You know, uh, it's it's all about the person that has it because the person that has it is it. No. The person that has him has everything because you're now his his son, his daughter. So you and you will inherit what he has, you'll have. And he doesn't even have to die to do it. He can begin passing along his inheritance even now. Amen. But it's not about stuff. Amen. Amen. It's about having joy and peace. And the it's Holy a, Ghost. Oh, Amen. yeah, because you have favor with God. And he's backing up all of the things that Satan would use to, to attack. He's backing all that up. You have favor with God because you're obedient to God. We need, David, to fight for the safety of our hearts. And, and, and it starts with little stuff, shopping. Mm-hmm. You know, one stuff. And you'll oh, miss this or not do that. or It starts with the compromise of the little things until it evolves into the theft even of larger things. But what it won't do, uh, look, if you give your, if you let Satan begin to infiltrate your heart, it's like getting an infection. Getting it out and turning it back to the the former state, it's going to be tough. So don't let it happen. Keep your heart. You, you can almost, I would say it like this. You consider it like AIDS. Yes. AIDS itself doesn't destroy you. It destroys your immune system. Makes you vulnerable. Vulnerable. To everything. Yes. Makes your defense systems weak. Solomon, he became vulnerable to the thoughts, the suggestions the request uh, of these women. And before you know it, he was fighting against even the people that were trying to head him back in the right direction. Because they had stolen his heart. This doesn't have to be anyone's testimony that's listening. Oh, and to love God is, is to curry God's favor, to ask for God's divine help. And, and, and to those that are faithful and sincere uh-huh. in their loving and serving him, 
He has the best of the land to give. We just need to keep our hearts. Amen. Amen. We thank God for that word today. Uh, just to sum up, what we need to do is uh, we need to ask the Lord to teach us to number our days that we may gain heart of wisdom. So much out here to distract us, so many things out here to uh, get us to turn our heads to the left and to the right. Uh, but we have to guard our hearts. We have to put our trust and confidence in the Lord, knowing that he will deliver us, knowing that he'll never leave us nor forsake us. We need to surrender. Yes. As much as it hurts, as painful sometimes as it may be, but we need to present our bodies to him as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. That's our reasonable service. And when we do so, we will learn to obey and keep his commandments. Pastor, if you can close us out in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, you see the attack that's coming against the inside of each and every one of us. You see the, the subtle tricks you, you, you see, Lord, the, the loaded words. You see those things that the enemy is doing to, to press and to pull the hearts away from you. And God, I pray that you, you begin to strengthen the body of Christ. Strengthen us by your word, Lord. Strengthen us by, by preaching and teaching and exhortation. Strengthen us by the increase of the presence of your spirit within us. How you do it, Lord, we're asking you to do it in all ways with all availability. But strengthen us that we might keep our hearts. God, create a perimeter around us and make us wise as to who we let closer because we don't want anyone that we let closer Cause you to be farther away. Oh Lord. For those that. Have given over. And those that have let up and let in. And those God that. Uh, the, the enemy has a foothold. Won't you help them today God. As they. Come to you with, with broken and sincere hearts. Deliver them and set them back on a course for success. Father, we thank you for keeping your heart towards us. Bless us to keep our heart towards you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. May God keep you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcasts, Google Casts, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. 
And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.